sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we're doing... 1989 versus 2019. 1989 being the Taylor Swift album. 2019 being the art piece by Michel Flibat. Yes. Michel Flibat. Uh, yeah, we do these every year. It's like one of the only times we keep to our 30 years between uh, projects thing. Although... Okay, I know I had an idea last time about movies. I had another idea about movies. We could do <clears throat> find the uh, the lowest rated movies on Rotten Tomatoes and like do those against each other from thirty years apart. I mean, if we if we can find some that are thirty years apart, which I'm sure we can. Yeah, I like that idea as long as we stick to our theme. Yeah, so that that way we could do two, you know, two segments do two terrible movies and we can i mean do as many of those as we can stand we can like break them up between episodes and shit but all right this should be an off-air conversation um i did not bring it up or did you by mentioning varshu shlamamnigala uh so you want to start with the uh the movies of 89 yeah, I've not looked at any of these lists yet. I just found I've, them and sent them to. I've, 1989 was definitely a year that well, that was freshman year of high school. It was a year I went to a lot of movies, and the movies were fun. It was year after I graduated high school, uh, so you know I was lost and adrift. But uh, no surprise, I guess. At, I didn't know at number one is Batman, which was our very first episode of this show. The sounds on the episode is terrible. Yeah, don't go listen to it. But that we was figured out podcasting. That was a fun movie. That was um, the yeah, was it? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. Even though it has weird stuff going on and odd prince placement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and weird depictions of Batman that don't really fit the comic book. It doesn't matter. It was a fun movie, and after a drought of like thirty years of. Of, of, well, I guess it was just 10. 10 years of superhero movies not being that good. That was the first that actually you know made a ton of money and was pretty good. The previous one you're thinking of is Superman? Yeah, and I don't know that there's anything in between that was very good. Or Superman 2. I don't even know if there was anything in between, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, not that I can think of. Off, you know, But this is the first that they did kind of... They tried, at least. I think... The Marvel movies do a better job of depicting comic books, but this is the first try since this Superman. And then uh, number two, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I didn't remember it being that late. Oh, I remember. This was the summer where I saw a bunch of movies, so I do remember it, and I remember loving it. I don't think I've seen it since then, but I'm sure it's still fun. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the least good of the original trilogy for sure. Uh, uh-uh. this is Temple of Doom's the least good. Temple of Doom's. No. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I, don't I haven't seen, seen them all for yeah. a long-ass time. So, uh, And the great thing about Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, there was a Lucasfilms game based on it that was super fun. Lucasfilms game on what? Like on PC or something? 
Uh, Commodore 64, but uh, they probably had a PC version. It was well, one of the. It was like the Maniac Mansion style, the Scum style, where you had, uh, you walked around. It was like an adventure game, and then you had dialogue choices when you talked to people, and they were all kind of silly and fun, and just like puzzle puzzles to solve. But I mean, my problem with this movie was this is when they tried to like, they're trying to get catchphrases in there, so they put in that uh, "You're the man now, dog." Eh, kind of a misfire. If you ask me, number three, I, that must not have been on my cut was lethal weapon two. Eh, yeah. Fun movie. Probably. I don't remember it. I mean, there was I all saw, just I, one I, big movie to me back then, you know, like I saw it and enjoyed it in the theater and thought it was really funny and thought, Oh, I should see the first one. And then the first one's a real downer. <laughs> oh yeah. Doesn't his wife die or some shit? I know. I, like yeah, I, said, I, I mean, it's not, it's a good action movie, but it's just not. If you see this one first, and then you see the the first one second, it's 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 weird. Which is how most is people one... recommend you watch movies. Oh yeah, of course. Maybe I maybe I watched it the other way around. I forget, but I just remember thinking, "Oh, this, this is weird." But Joe Pesci is in this. Is my first uh, in my introduction to Joe Pesci, which is unfortunate because his career is better than this. Well, now we get into a, a, some real shit because number four for the year is "Look Who's Talking." Now this is this is the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess the first, second one is "Look Who's Talking To." Yeah, this is uh, this is John Travolta. The first time his career was revitalized. Yeah, just a, what five years before Pulp Fiction. Right, and you know, years and years after "Welcome Back, Cotter" and "Saturday Night uh, Fever." Well, and I was Greece. Thinking, boy, thinking "Boy in the Bubble," but oh yeah. Of course. In the, I guess, right in prime Cheers years for Kirstie Alley. Yeah. And wait, who else was in it? Bruce Willis played the baby. Bruce Willis played the baby. Okay. What was... Oh, oh, okay. Gutenberg was in the Three Men and a Little Lady. I get Yes, which came out around the same time. It was Gutenberg, Ted Danson, and... I don't know if... Tom was Selleck? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Amy Heckerling directed this. Look who's talking. I don't know. I have not seen it since back then. I'm sure it was pretty bad, but also it must have been funny. I don't think it was. I also think, uh, yeah, I think it was pretty bad back then. And it, like, there's no way you could watch it now. I don't know. I like Amy Heckerling, so I'm going to say it was pretty good at the time. I like Amy Heckerling. I like I. When I was younger, I yeah, I watched uh, like her movies. Um, well, Fast Times, and uh, which does not hold up, by the way. Doesn't it? No, it's pretty boring, actually. Um, and uh, Suburbia, and then... No, that's Penelope... God damn it, I'm thinking of Penelope Spheris. God damn it. Never mind. Yeah, so fuck Honey, I Shrunk the... I mean, look who's talking, because Honey, I Shrunk Whoa, the Kids was the that's... next one. Oh, and that's fun. I didn't even... I wasn't looking at the list. Is it, though? Yep. I mean, it's... Anything Maracaranis... Did or does is great, so I will not hear you saying bad things about him. Well, we have a, I mean, I can counter that for you at number seven, which is Ghostbusters 2. Was he in that? I don't even remember. We did it on the episode, and I remember almost nothing about yeah. that movie. Well, you skipped Back to the Future Part 2. I did, but... It's fun. <laughs> I don't remember which one that is. I don't remember Part what happened the in one, one in the future. In the future. Oh, right, because he got the flying uh, skateboard. Playing skateboard. The, the hoverboard, yes. Yeah. Sneakers to tie themselves, Cubs winning the World Series, and all manner of things. And it's a fun movie. It's just that that's that trilogy is fun. 
I can't. I can't imagine. I didn't realize that Back to the Future Part Three didn't come out the same year. It didn't come out till I guess later, but it was filmed the same time. Damn, Back to the Future Part Three was was nineties then. That's weird. Well, it must have been just just nineteen ninety, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, then then we got Driving Miss Ch- Miss Daisy, which even at the time I remember people were like, "This is kind of backwards as far as race relations go." Yeah, but Morgan Freeman was good in it. Probably. Uh, then he got Parenthood, which was, which was fine for like a, I don't know. It was like a, an adult Disney movie, but it was okay. Adult Disney. What do you mean? Like a family movie that adults could watch? Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a Disney movie, but it was not a kid's movie. Like it was, it was a real movie, not animated, but it seemed also a little Disney-fied. Huh. But it had a good cast. Steve Martin. Keanu Reeves. Keanu, yeah. Rick Moranis also in that. I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah. And Tom Hulse. So he had a busy year. Yeah, he and was then he in, was like, I'm out. Back, back to the Future 2, look who's talking. Well, his wife died, so it wasn't just like, I'm out. But whatever. That's how you want to put it. Dead Poet Society. Yeah, people loved it at the time. I thought it was a little I loved it sappy. I bet it's still good. A bit over the top. Oh, then you get When Harry Met Sally. Wait, who was in Dead Poets Society aside from Robin Williams? There's a couple actors that are still around. It was the, one the dude one who guy was on House. Ethan Hawke, of course. Oh, the dude from... Oh, Ethan Hawke was in it, too. Okay, yeah. so the guy from House, the guy from The Good Wife, and Ethan Hawke. Yes, exactly, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Everybody else from that cast went nowhere. When Harry... Oh, and Kurtwood Smith from... That 70s show was probably some stodgy guy that I don't remember. Yeah, he was probably the dean. Yeah. When Harry met Sally, that, uh, yeah, I don't think I ever saw that aside from the scene where she uh, fakes an orgasm in the. Oh, I thought she was having sex with a chicken sandwich. Well, it's possible. You didn't see under the table, but. Because the other woman said, I'll have what she's having. And she was having a chicken sandwich, so I just imagined. You could be right. I mean, there there are so many depths to that movie. No, I don't care for that movie. You've seen it. Yeah, it posits the whole idea that men and women can't be friends, and which then is it true. Goes on to prove it. But um, men and men also can't be can't be friends. No, men just don't don't. And women don't try and... to be friends with men. That's the that's the gist of what we're trying to put out there into the world. Uh, the War of the Roses. Did you see that one? I might have. It was bad. I it, think. Well, it was dark. It was really dark. I didn't like it at the time, but maybe I didn't understand it. But that was at the time where Kirk Kirk Douglas. No, Michael Douglas. Michael Michael Douglas and Danny DeVito were doing a bunch of things together. Yeah, yeah. It was a Danny DeVito joint. Um, then he got a bunch of silly crap. The Little Mermaid, Steel Magnolias. Christmas Vacation there still. Little Mermaid, that was like the beginning of Disney animation becoming good again. Oh, that was the first how one. exciting. Oh my. Christmas <laughs> Vacation. Like, you're offended that I had something nice to say about the Little Mermaid. Turner and Hooch. I guess you've been turned down by a mermaid in your life. Oh, Turner and Hooch was fun. Man, 89 had a good year for bad, fun movies. Born on the 4th of July. Ugh. I liked that too. Oh, and Uncle Buck I loved. Did we do Uncle Buck on the show? I don't think so, because I don't remember anything about that movie. So. Oh, we should do Uncle Buck. We should do Uncle Buck versus some modern... We should do Uncle Buck versus Between Two Ferns. 
Oh, yeah, that would be good. I mean, I guess. I don't know that I've ever seen Uncle Buck, to be honest. I saw it when I was a kid over and over because it was one of the, I think maybe we owned it or maybe it played on TV a lot. Feel the dreams, another one with a catchphrase. If you rub it, it will come. Ugh, I didn't Not know you were kind of, that you had those kind of jokes. Oh, and then you have Tango and Cash, which I always mixed up with Turner and Hooch, even though they're nothing alike because, uh, well, I mean, Tango and Cash does also have a basset hound in the form of Sylvester Stallone, I guess. But Who's the other one in Tango and Cash? Kurt Russell. Uh, that's too bad for Kurt Russell. I know, because really he can do no wrong in my eyes either, but yeah, I mean, he's done plenty of wrong. I and just refuse to acknowledge part of the it. list. Harlem Knights, uh, awful. That's that. That's so sad because it killed his career. He was he was on such a roll before Harlem Knights. And that was like his passion project too. And, Eddie, and Eddie Murphy, if people don't know who we're talking about. And it had a great cast. At, at Richard Arsenal Pryor. Hall, Richard Pryor, Red Box. That's uh, too bad. And I did watch it and didn't care for it. Yeah, no, it was terrible. Sea of Love, which I think was some Al Pacino, Al Pacino Ellen Barkin thing. Pet yeah. Cemetery, terrible. Nope. Was good. The Abyss, James Cameron, awful. Pet Cemetery had Fred Gwynn as a main farmer using an accent. Finally, he was allowed to do roles where he wasn't played Herman Munster. Um, yeah, and then it goes on and on. Star Trek the Five, the final. Which one is that? The last, the last. Star I Trek? don't know, dude. That it seems like it would be Major League, and now we're getting into shit. I don't even know what they are. So, oh, Karate what? Kid Part Three was way down. Oh, Bill and Ted's is number thirty-two. Which we did do on the podcast. The number Burbs. 32. I'm surprised. Well, the Burbs I didn't care which for. Which we did on the podcast. I'm surprised uh, Bill and Ted is so low. I think it was more of a cult thing that like, you know, when it got onto VHS, it got really big. Really? Because I remember, I mean, seeing it in the theater and talking about it, but I guess it was just like a kid. Some kids watched it. Yeah, I, I know. I, I think it was an early cult film like that. It's like same with, I saw a Christmas story in theaters and we would like quote that all the time, but it was not a hit. Right. Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, Fletch Lives, Big Year for Chevy Chase sequels, Lean on Me, Lean, oh, never mind. What did you think? I was mixing it up with Stand By Me, uh, but Lean on Me was some, like, teacher in the inner city thing, right? Playing a principal, it was based on a true story. Yeah, and uh, a bunch of, oh, Do the Right Thing, we should do that on the show, I haven't seen that for a long time. Sex, Lies, and Videotape was good, I'm surprised it was that high, 46. Police Academy Part 6, City Under Siege. Young Einstein. This is, so 1989 is when the... Is that Young Serious? Yes, the, the, the Australian influence ended. Yeah, in he, he killed it, just like uh, Eddie Murphy killed his career. The long... Who's Harry Crumb was a fun John Candy movie. Did not see it. I think Eugene Levy's in it, right? Is he? Along with him, I think. I could be wrong. I feel like... I don't I... think so. This is a, like... He might be in it in a, like a co-starring role, but this is this is a John Candy vehicle. Oh, it was actually disappointing now that I think about it. I saw it in the theater expecting it to be funnier than it was. It was still okay. I don't think uh, – you, you must be thinking of another movie. I'm just surprised that um, Sex, Lies, and Videotape was so high because it did higher than a lot of, like, say anything. But I think that was one of the first – well, obviously it was one of the first because it was 89 and it was Miramax, but one of the first, like, indie movies that – the that broke out. Zeitgeist. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone talked about that movie and it was regressive. I've never seen it. Um, good? Yeah, it's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, rewatched it recently and yeah, I think it holds up. Uh, yeah, the, a bunch of a bunch of crap. We don't need to go into all this, do we? No. Nope. I mean, 
Friday the 13th, part 7. Part 7 in 89, and the first one was in 80, I think, so they were just, like, cranking that shit out. Efficiency. Who? Uh, wait, we're No Angels was a remake. I remember seeing that, Expect watching the remake first. I mean, watching the first one first. Nope, no idea. Uh, all right. I think we're good. We can yeah, get a one to this list. music. All right. Hot 100 singles of the... Okay, so here is... I was I was alive and very conscious of music in '89. I don't know the number one song, which was "Look Away" by Chicago. I, oh, I can see it for you. Look away, look a look away, look away, look away now. Oh, that one. That's how it goes, yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's great. That should have been Thanks. number one. Thank you. And then my prerogative by Boggy, Bobby Brown. Boggy Brown. I like that because you know he pulled the poop out of Whitney Houston's butt. Oh God. Oh, well, it was on there. Uh, didn't they have, was, yeah, they had like a reality show. What was his prerogative to do that? I don't know. I think she was probably on opioids and she was really constipated. I don't really know the whole story. I mean, this that's just, you know, deductive reasoning. Um, yeah, my prerogative, bleh. Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. Uh, ballad for Dumb People Everywhere. Straight Up by Paula Abdul. This is an awful list so far. I like Straight Up. Straight up, "Miss You Much" by Janet Jackson. It's finally a, a song for for non-LGBT people. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it was a real problem in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Everything, nothing, nothing dedicated to us to us heteronormative types. Thank you, Paula Abdul, for that. You couldn't sing, by the way, but she could dance for making a career out of not being able to sing. She could dance with uh, with MC Scat Cat best dance partner she ever had don't know why she didn't bring him on uh, uh american idol is that what she was on american idol no idea what you're talking about miss you much by janet jackson not a great janet jackson song if you ask me okay and i didn't you got it things out of order but go ahead did i i think i did not miss you much right after straight up and then another paula abdul cold-hearted cold-hearted snake Oh, and then one of the funniest songs of the 80s, Wind Beneath My Wings. She beat Weird Al out in that category, if you ask me. I bet Weird Al had a Wind Beneath My Wings song based on farting. Wind Between My Legs? Yeah, probably. Oh, oh you always have a way of making things disgusting. You're the one who brought it up. Girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know it's Or Billy Vanilli. Everyone lip sunk. Yeah. Is that the past tense of sync? Oh, wait, it was the problem wasn't their lip syncing, right? It was that they didn't sing at all. Yeah, they did not sing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they did lip sync to somebody else's voice. <laughs> it was such a scandal, though. Well, I know. Even though it had to have been going on with other other pop acts at the time, I would imagine. But, I mean, I think it was a scandal because, like, even if... If, say, Madonna, and I don't know that Madonna ever did lip syncing, um, but even if she did it, she still actually sang, whereas they were just uh, pretty boys, I think was the the real issue, you know. Just like uh, a couple years later with that CNC Music Factory, they had that woman in the video who was like all skinny and and attractive, but the real woman singing was a little overweight or whatever. And they, you know, oh, I never heard that. Yeah. That didn't get any controversy. Um, Baby, I love your way. Freebird medley. No, thank no you. No idea. You've heard that? Jesus Christ. Well, I know the original songs, and I can't imagine this is going to be any good. 
I don't know these fucking... It's like, I need a baker. Richard Marks. Stuff I did not listen to. Boy Meets Girl. No idea. Hey, hey, guess what? Guess what the um, the, the bride says to the groom uh, the day of the wedding when the cake doesn't arrive? Huh. I need a baker. Debbie Gibson. Gloria Estefan. Warrant. Another Millie Vanilli. Roxette, The Look. One, gotta be one of the worst songs of the 80s. The Look. Oh, She drives me crazy. I like that one. Yeah, that one's good. The first good one on this list, I would say. I might give some points to Janet Jackson, but... Uh, more Bobby Brown. Phil Collins. More Milli Vanilli. More Roxette. Bon Jovi Simply Red. My God. Like a Prayer by Madonna, number 25. Better than yeah. any of the other songs on this list so far. Weird. I don't realize like a prayer was that late in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, that album came out in eighty nine. Maybe the single came out in no, it didn't. It came out in eighty nine. Um, oh, new kids on the block. So we get the we get the boy band thing. Although really, that's kind of that's... racist because it started with uh, Bobby Brown's boy band, whose name oh, New Edition. That's who it was. And I think it was the same, the same uh, Sven Gali behind both of them. Does it turn out he was some kind of abuser? I don't think so, but I no. don't know. I Yeah, who can keep up? I mean, don't you just assume they all are? Who's, are, are you, oh, man. It's, you got to watch what you're saying when you say they. Oh, I, I mean, these Sven Gullies. I mean, I know the Menudo kids had a, you know. Um, I don't think Sven Gulli has any problems in his personal life. Um, he does because he's always bringing out that rubber chicken on first dates and it's just a big turnoff. He does it too quick. It's too soon. Too soon for the rubber chicken to come out and the dad jokes. Um, this is really an awful year, isn't it? Like as far as mm -hmm. Billboard, yeah. Toy Soldiers, Martika, ugh. Michael oh, I like that song. You're crazy. Eternal Flame, the, the worst bangle song, I would say. Uh, wild thing by Tone Loke. I'm. I think I'm done with this I, list. This I think is... it's amazing that if I could turn back time and Wind Beneath the Wings came out the same year because they both have the same. <laughs> they're the same kind of. They're the same song yeah. basically. <laughs> and the uh, Prince's Bat Dance. Oh yeah, Scott Ackerman's favorite song. 1940s. Oh. I mean, number 47. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, Love Shack is good. Uh, good thing by Fine Young Cannibals. I like better than She Drives Me Crazy, although it's lower, uh, charted lower. Ex ex Express Yourself, Madonna. Soldier of Love by Donny Osmond. Never heard it. Oh, my God, yeah. I can't... He was making a comeback. Sowing the Seeds of Love by Tears for Fears. It's all right. It's not as good as their previous stuff. Funky Cole Medina. That's great. Um, In Your Room by the Bangles, I like. That's on there, too. Oh, The Cure. Love Song. The Cure actually made the Billboard charts. Do they... Not, not always? I think before this, they were... It was all alternative. And then, like, I don't know, a year, a couple years later, they did that sound scan method of seeing who's buying albums. And then, like, The Cure, like, shot way up as far as <laughs> popularity. Anyway, this is... R.E.M. said the, the theme song for Get a Life is number 76. Yeah. Uh, deserves to be lower. It deserves is to be higher. A dumb song. It's a great song. Oh, When in Rome, The Promise, I like, too. That was, like, the... That was like a throwback to early 80s um, synth pop. 
Oh, your favorite, Edie Brickell and New Bohemians, what I Yay. am. Yay. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm done with this list. This Television. List can eat my butt. Ugh. Television. I usually let that for people I like, but whatever. The Cosby Show, number one, our favorite. Oh, the How to Rape Women show. Yikes, that number was never one. mentioned on the show. I don't know. He was a gynecologist. We don't know what went on in there, except that he had a dream that he gave birth to a... Was he a gynecologist? Yeah. Not obstetrician? OB, OBGYN, yeah. I mean, you can't have one without the other. Next is Roseanne, who was not a gynecologist. No, clearly not. She was... Number one, I don't... Working class. I guess I forgot how popular that show was. It was huge. I knew it was, I knew it was really popular, but the fact that it's number one, that was what the... When did the show start? I don't know. That was the second season. Second season was number one. Jeez, that was quick. Cheers at number three. Best so far. A Different World. uh, Rapist spinoff, which was not great. But I did like uh, Lisa Bonet. I actually liked Uh, the cast of A Different World. I thought they were good. I just thought the show was like, eh. I think she was gone by this season, though. She was only on it for one season. Oh, was she? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. And then they kicked her off for having sex. No, they kicked Which her is... off the Cosby Show for for I, uh, no, showing I thought her they boobs kicked... in uh, Angel Heart. Oh, I thought that's why they kicked her off. No, that's why they gave her her own show. Cosby was like, I can't, I can't deal with this filth, Lauren filth. Um, America's Funniest Home Videos still going. Uh, oh, it, no, I was right. They kicked her off the show for. Being pregnant. Oh, for being pregnant. Yeah. Well, the, the producers of the show wanted to uh, depict a, a, a pregnant college student. And I mean, some of the writers wanted to, but the producer said, nah. Yeah, that's not realistic. Having a pregnant college student. Um, what do we got? The Golden Girls. Much beloved. I guess I need to rewatch it because I never thought it was good. But oh, I know. Even then, I mean, I never dis disliked it. It was just it was kind of older. I mean, I thought it was like basically one episode recycled over and over. Was I I don't know. I should we should do it on the show because I know people really love it. I'm surprised we never have. Yeah, what's what's a sitcom that's good to go against it nowadays? There's that show that's not on anymore that had Betty White, but that's too easy. There's that show that's also not on anymore. I don't think that Charlie Day created about the <laughs> that didn't song. last long and that wouldn't be right to do, no. to do a show where we know we're going to hate it it should be something that's pretty good that's actually when you think about that it is too bad that there's not a a, a well-written enjoyable show about old people that they had in the 80s i guess it's just once in a while you'll have actresses that are able to fulfill the task although when you think about it betty white wasn't that old she was only like 20 at the time yeah yeah no for sure it was the Wait, same how with like wilford brimley no, I'm joking about Betty White. She was pretty old, but how yeah, old was she? I think uh, in 89, she was uh, oh, 97, 97 years old. Oh, oh she's 97 she's... now? Yeah, I didn't know. I knew she was old. I didn't know she was that old. Um, yeah, then he, well, it was, but Wilford, Br- I mean, yeah, it was a time, because like Cocoon was in the 80s. That was like about old people too. Yeah, they don't. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time, I think Wilford Brimley was really 50. Yeah, he, no, he was, but the rest of the cast was all like <laughs> Don Amici and yeah, 
Yeah, one foot in the crypt. The uh, it's like Ed Asner was what was he forty forty five or forty when uh, Mary Tyler Moore started. Yeah, he just looked old. Um, and now he looks way older. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, it was. I just remembered Cocoon. This is just Not another a dumb, Ron Howard movie. A dumb high school thing, but like. What, what, no, those like kind of inside jokes that you have, and like I remember uh-huh. that Wilford Brimley had that line when he was explaining to his grandson or whatever. He's like, "You won't get old, and you won't ever die." And <laughs> we used to say, always like say stuff like, "You won't have another slice of pie. You won't <laughs> wear a blue suit with a brown tie." We just used to like come up with stupid rhymes for that line, uh, which was funnier than the actual movie. I don't, I don't think, think it was a comedy. Was supposed to be funny. Yeah. yeah. All right, you got 60 Minutes, The Wonder Years, which I still have a, a fondness in my heart for, even though it was very sentimental. I thought I liked it. We could do that one because I didn't like it, but maybe I'd like it now. I, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was boring. I mean, yeah, it was very slice of life. It wasn't like a wacky sitcom right. for sure. Yeah. Um, but I did like that they had like the nerdy Paul kid uh who was like sympathetic not like Um, like just making fun of him yeah right yeah um empty nest that had to be like a golden girls lead-in because that show was pretty terrible even with the great richard mulligan that was a golden girls spinoff ah okay there you go Um, i mean the the universe is it's the same universe it's the golden girls universe i bet it was good i don't remember it's part of the gu He was a doctor. He worked in a doctor's office. Richard Mulligan was funny. It yeah. had to be good. Uh, with uh, Christy McNichol and what is what was her name? D- Dinah. I don't remember her name, but she was on Soap as well. Oh, you um, remember that? I don't. I don't think I ever saw Dinah Manoff. Yeah, Dinah oh, Manoff. David David Leisure, the liar, was in it. Who? David Leisure? He's the guy. I think oh he's yes, the guy yes. In the Subaru commercials. He was. Said. Yep, I do remember him being on it. Uh, right, so you watched it. Yeah, I, I had seen, I mean, this is, remember, kiddies, there was nothing, there was only three channels, I mean, there was more, but there was basically three channels to watch it. No, so. by 89, people had cable. No, it's true, there was cable, but it was still, like, cable didn't have original, Oh, I see. like, primetime shows, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, you got Monday Night Football, Unsolved Mysteries, Who's It's funny boss? how low Monday Night Football is compared to nowadays where it's always the top spot. Yeah, well, because... Because of fragmentation. Yeah, the whole fragmentation of of the culture. Um, who's the boss? Pretty low. Well, 12, I guess, isn't that low. Murder, She Wrote, your favorite. Chicken Soup. What? The, wait, what the fuck is that Chicken Soup? That had to be soup? a show based on Chicken Soup for the Soul. Those books probably lasted a season. It, Jackie Mason. I'm Jackie exactly Mason wrong. Jackie Mason and Lynn Redgrave. Oh. I remember how bad that show was. No, that's not the show I'm thinking of. I never saw that one. Wasn't there a one with Richard Lewis and Jackie Mason? Yes, I believe there was. That one was bad. I didn't see Chicken Soup. No, me either. Um, not a fan of Jackie Mason. I'll tell you that. He's no Rodney Dangerfield, i.e. Caddyshack 2. Oh, I've never seen the next one, Grand, which had an excellent cast. Pamela Reed, Bonnie Hunt, Michael McKean. I would watch anything with them at any time ever, and I never saw this show. Bonnie Hunt famously could not Hunt. get a career off the ground in sitcoms, even though everybody loved her. Yeah, it's I don't know whose fault it was. The, she was always good in every sitcom she was in, but they would just never last. Uh, L.A. Law, Dear John, Coach. All right, these are all. Oh, L.A. Law, I loved when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, I, me too. 
I thought it was great. Uh, one of the first uh, um, mentally disabled characters on TV, I believe, Benny. in a in a major role. Yeah. And I was I was shocked to find out that he was actually not really disabled. Oh yeah, <laughs> that didn't come till needs. life goes on. Um, yeah, you got your Matlock, which I assume you watched. I didn't. Oh. I don't think, but I would have liked it because I know it's it's the murder she wrote vibe where somebody's solving a crime. I would have watched Matlock if it was Barney Fife rather than uh, Andy Taylor. Well, the third or fourth season, you would have been luck because Barney Fife was working on Matlock's house. Oh damn! I should. I'll just have to go back to that that season. Is, is Matlock dead? Oh shit! I think he's yep. yes, wow. he's dead. Long he time. died recently, though, right? Fairly. Oh, not that recently. I was thinking of Dick Van Dyke, who is still alive. Andy Griffith dead. Um. Yeah. Growing Pains, Full House. Growing Pains is an example of a show that made me buy sneakers. Wait, there was more than one show that made you buy sneakers? No, but that's an example of one that did. I. I mean, I'll let it lie there, but maybe you might want to fill in the listeners on how that happened. There was an episode of Growing Pains where uh, Kirk Cameron's character, whose name was Billy Bob, w- took a test, and the night before he didn't study, so in order to, to cheat, he wrote all the answers on his sneakers. And then when he took the, actually took the test, he realized he didn't need to read the answers and uh, because he learned it by writing it down over and over. He still got in trouble. So moral of the story is I really like those Reeboks, and I bought them, or I had my parents buy them for me. Is that the end? Full that was House. Just the Full House. What was, was Growing exa- Pains? Full House is an example of a show that made me throw away sneakers because everybody in the cast wore them, and I hated that fucking show. I went I barefoot care. for a year. A lot of people liked it though because it had a reboot on Netflix that everyone wanted to watch. Yeah. I really wish the reboot would have been gritty. It should have been. It should have been all about Stephanie's uh, crack addiction. Hey, that's real life. And that's uh, and Aunt Patty, I don't know her fucking name, are trying to uh, cheat her kid's way into college. I would have watched that. Not trying. She did. She Oh, she did. You're right. I, I should give her more credit. Designing Women, that was one. That was good. Was it? I yes. mean, good cast. But it was basically one big, long... Liberal preachy show. Yes, it was. And, I mean, we're both liberal, as everybody knows, but come on. All right, now we're getting down to the bottom. Nitty gritty. Hunter, head of the class, Murphy you Brown. You skipped the CBS Sunday movie. Simpsons. Well, yeah, didn't everybody? It was at number 24. It's, is The Simpsons the highest Fox show? Yep. I think it, was it the only Fox show? At the, no, Married with Children was on then. No, there is there's a whole lineup. There is there's a few days they had, but that was their Well, this was first year of the Simpsons, right? So Is it the first year? Oh, you're right. Yeah. But still, even the first well, the first year of the Simpsons is a couple of years after Tracy Ullman's show started. So Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um but Fox still wasn't like No. In I mean, I think the Simpsons what got it into every every yep. market and shit. So um you got your Night Court and your Doogie Hauser Muda. It's kind of funny that The Simpsons was this high on that first, first terrible season. Yeah. The second season, I bet it's like, well, we'll find out next year. Yeah, if we're both still alive. Um, let's but take a quick break. The, the entire Simpsons 
catalog is going to be streaming on the Disney Plus app. Yay. I did sign up for the Disney Plus app, and I'm not going to say it wasn't a reason, because I do like that show, but I have not watched it. I would say I have not watched a new or old Simpsons episode in five years. Yeah, I, I have. I mean, I might have caught part of one before part of Bob's one, maybe. Burgers. Maybe I might. That might be a lie because I might have watched the Treehouse of Horror episodes because I liked watching those. But it's kind of amazing because before, maybe six or seven years ago, I was watching even after everyone said it was awful. So I don't know what happened. I just stopped watching. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised it's that and Family Guy are still on actually. But they're uh, both popular oh i guess we'll find out how popular after the break yeah we will be right back we had a comrade a brave comrade he could talk for whole days but then he tried to be a hero tried talking about shamiro to computers wearing earphones he almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing, the Reformation. Transubstantiation, Brian's Duncan's creation, the land of the Thracians. And right back to the start, it's gonna take some Okay, we're back with 2019 uh, box office, which I can't imagine is going to change too much by the end of the year, just because all the big tentpole movies have already come out, and now it's like Oscar-type movies that are going to start coming out more. There'll be so, there'll be something, but yeah, I don't think it'll be a huge change. So out of the top, but I mean, as you can see, I mean, like Joker's already in the top ten. Yeah. That's- Thing. So there may be able to be another Joker in the fall, but who knows? And I have seen precisely one movie in the top ten. So let's say I've seen. Before we continue, I have to count how many. Please use your fingers. I am using my fingers. Three. Oh, that's it. I would have thought more for you. But oh, sorry, we got number one. No surprise. Avengers: Endgame. Have not seen it. I have seen it. I'm, I'm I'm done. I think I told you. I, I think I'm just basically done with the superhero movies. No, no shade on anybody, you know, who's who's into them. But I just I never feel great after watching them. I'm just like, eh, okay. I always have fun and enjoy them. Um, yeah, and that's what makes the world go round. Dumb people mm-hmm. like that. I don't think that has anything to do with the way the planet planets rotate, but whatever. Yeah, I guess you haven't read Nostradamus. Mustard. Yep. Uh, the Lion King number two uh, looked extremely weird from the previews. Not really my thing. I don't know why I would watch it, but if we had to do it for a podcast, if we did the Lion King versus the Lion King, yeah. it's just an idea. I think we should do it. I mean, I don't know. That's it's an idea. I don't know that you can really assign some kind of nope, positive value do, to that idea. We're going to do Lion King versus Lion King. Um, Toy Story 4. Didn't say it, but I went to get good reviews. Wait, what did you say? You didn't see it, but you went to it? I went to. Oh, you want to. Okay. I thought you maybe just went in blindfolded. <laughs> Heard it. It sounded fantastic. 
That is, I mean, and that is the thing with Pixar movies is the sound. Right, the sound, yeah. Um, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Why Why are you like every other white man skipping over Captain Marvel? Oh, God damn it. You're right. Uh, I apologize, women of the world. You know, you know, you know how it goes. It's amazing how much crap this got before it even came out because it had a... <laughs> well, it had the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes by incels and shit. And yeah. It's, it's so weird. I, I guess it was the DC people and incels working together. People who are like the DC fanboys. But it's just so weird. It's... Fr- I mean, that... <sighs> the same thing happened with The Last Jedi. And then, like, you'll... Just, like... I mean, that's why t- Twitter sometimes is awful. It's like somebody will express their opinion... Someone famous will express their opinion about The Last Jedi, which is the, the last Star Wars... Well, not the last. The second to last Star Wars movie that, that came out. And they'll like it. And then they'll have like a, a, a brigade of people coming in saying it's an awful... Uh, saying objectively it's an awful movie. Yeah. Well, I, I think... I mean, like, the misogynists, you know, you they are what they are. But, like, the, the DC versus Marvel fanboys is a thing I don't really get. Because... Even when I was younger and very much like into, oh, this this band is my identity or whatever, and like, oh, you listen to that, you're stupid. Um, even then, and like reading comic books, I was always Marvel over DC, but I didn't care. Like, I didn't try to. I went to see right. Batman. Like, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a very weird kind of tribalism. Um, did not see Captain Marvel. You liked it. I know that. Yeah, that was good. Um, I like her a lot. I'd like to see her in more things. Yeah, I like her too. She's really good. Um, Spider-Man: Far From Home. I assume you saw. Yep, son. I don't even know who's playing Spider-Man now. It's a, it's a. Oh, yeah, he hasn't been anything you've seen. Tom Holland. He's. He's. I think he was famous for being in the stage production of Billy Elliot before this. Ah. That must be wrong. Like, well, I think it might be right. I forget. Aladdin. Oh, I forgot they remade Aladdin as a live action too. Yeah, I thought it wasn't coming out till next year, and it kind of came and went. What's but I obviously mean, it didn't because it made it's a lot number of number six. Yeah. yeah. What's I mean, I guess next Disney's just going to redo all their shit as porn. I don't know. You can only hope. It chapter two is at number seven. I I've can't believe it. it's that high. I haven't seen. I saw chapter one and loved it, but the reviews for this were middling. <laughs> which would not normally stop me from seeing this kind of movie because it's not going to get good reviews. But the fact that it's three hours made me like, I don't, I don't need this in my life. Well, I also think, um, you could say like movies like this aren't going to get good reviews, but I think it chapter one got much better reviews. That's than true. Chapter That's two. true. Yeah. yeah. And the people who were giving it so, so reviews were the people that were saying people I trusted basically there was, had said good things about the first one. So yeah, you're right. Um, Joker, a lot of controversy about this one. Have not seen it. I want to see it. I, I can't tell, but it's it definitely polarizing. I would recommend now. Is this your recommendation so early? No. Oh my God. Of course not. I'm, look, I'm, I'm not here to uh, warp the space time continuum. This, oh. but I would recommend to you personally. Um, I will occasionally, I know, you know what we both feel about him, but I'll occasionally listen to a Mark Maron episode. If there's somebody on that, I would like to hear an interview with even though I don't necessarily like Mark Maron's interview style. There's a recent episode with um, Danny DeVito on. Oh, that's neat. I still listen to that. Before, but before he starts the interview, he like addresses Todd Phillips saying like that, you know, oh, I did got out of com- Yeah. And it was really good. I was like, yeah, yeah Mark Maron is fucking dead on right about this. 
what's kind of cool is he's actually in the movie, so he has yeah, a... and he's actually a comedian. So mm-hmm. no, yeah, I mean he like, gets I it think... from both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you wouldn't expect someone who worked with him to to kind of diss him like that, but he didn't mind. Yeah. Oh, and Todd Phillips does seem to be kind of dumb. Um, no, I don't I... know about dumb, but kind of an yeah. asshole. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of broy. Uh. Number nine, Us, the only movie I have seen in the top ten. I liked it. Not as good as Get Out, but that's a pretty high bar. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Did, did you see it? No, I still have to see it. Oh. Sorry. Um, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw is number I ten. I did not see that, but after listening to the How Did This Get Made episode, I kind of want to see it because <laughs> they loved it so much. I mean, they were all over themselves about how great it was. I've never seen a single one of them, so... I don't know if I have or not, but I've seen bits and pieces of them on cable or whatever, but yeah, no, they don't have Vin Diesel anymore. That's definitely a, a vote for it. Yeah. That's a, a selling point to me. Um, John Wick chapter three Parabellum. I did finally see it. It's, did you? I haven't seen it yet. I mean, it's kind of just diminishing returns because it's, it's more of the same. There's a really great knife fight at the beginning. And then after that, it's just kind of standard. Well, um, well, I like that standard. So I won't me too. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's a little long, um, I think I like chapter two better, or they didn't call it chapter two, but part two better than you did. So I think I probably like this one better than you did. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's enjoyable. It's just, you know, it's kind of nothing compares to the first one to me. Um, oh, how to train your dragon, the hidden world. I guess they're still making those secret life of pets too. Now the dude that does the voice in how to train your dragon, he was in like a bunch of movies earlier in the two thousands. And I haven't seen him in anything for a while, I guess this is just all he's doing now. Probably, you know I mean, that's like an easy paycheck for actors. Right, but you'd think he'd be able to be in some live-action stuff, too. It's just... Well, maybe he just doesn't want to. He's like, fuck this. I like <laughs> this check for sitting in a room. I guess. Do you, know, do you know his name? I forget his name. Nope. No idea. No idea who's involved with this movie in any oh. manner. Oh, there it is. Jay Baruchel? Jay, oh, Bar- Baruchel, I Baruchel. think is how you say it. Oh, yeah, I know who he is, yeah. Uh, I guess he isn't a bunch of stuff, just stuff I haven't seen. Okay, that's good. Um, the Secret Life of Pets 2, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Shazam! Well, I didn't see that, but I got great reviews. Yes, Shazam got really good reviews. I have, I will tell you, I don't think I've seen anything else on this list, so I don't know. I lost the list. Oh, there it is. I don't know if you've seen any of these. Uh, Once Upon a Time in America. Oh, there's So they did three, Disney did three movies in one year. They're just why are they just like putting them out all at once? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King. Yeah. Why wouldn't they spread it out over like three years and have like a... That doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, well. No, I haven't seen a lot on this list. The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I w- kind of want to see... No, thanks. I don't love Tarantino, but it gets good reviews. I want to see the, fr- the movie before Glass. I want to see Glass. See what that's like. Hustlers sounds like it might be fun. I want to see that. Uh, I don't know what the upside is. Do you? No, no idea. Oh, Downton Abbey's on there. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Uh, oh, the upside's that movie with Kevin Hart and uh, Breaking Bad. Men in Black International. I'm sad because it got pretty bad reviews, and I like Tessa Thompson a lot. She's like one of Me my too. favorites right now. Yeah, it stinks. Um, Annabelle Comes Home. I assume that's a horror thing or a child's thing. Who knows? Yesterday, I kind of wanted to see when it first came out, just because I'm a big Beatles fan, but then I, I, and I've had the chance, and I am just like, eh, 
I bet it's exactly what I think it is. I don't know. It's Danny Boyle. He's doesn't he usually does a good job with things that you are exactly what you expect, even though they're what you expect, they're still good. So I might see that at some point. I did like the trailer for it. Um Yeah, me too. Dark Phoenix is up there, I'm surprised. The probably the most hated movie of the year. I don't think it got a single good review from anybody. I mean, it's up there, but 33 is still pretty low for that kind of movie. Yeah, no, that's true for a for a X Men movie, basically. Yeah, and it probably right. costs. Yep. Wait, no, that doesn't say how much it cost, but it probably cost a lot of money to make. Oh, hey, look, Pet Cemetery on both lists. Neat. Finally, we have crossover appeal. Uh, Whatever that means. What men want. That was a brilliant idea. Oh, I forgot they did a new Rambo. All right, I'm done with this list because... Why Why do you say such bad things about... Uh, oh, you never watched Person of Interest, so you don't know why... I don't know how to say her name is so awesome. Um, Tara, Tara G. P. Henson? Tara G. P. Henson, yeah. Taraji. Uh, the Adams... They did an Adams Family this year? It's a, animated. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it. Um, oh, another Hellboy reboot? Shaft reboot? Okay, yeah, I'm done with this list. I... The Shaft reboot is weird. It has Samuel L. Jackson playing Shaft, but there's also like a nephew playing Shaft. I didn't say it. I'm looking for where that Bruce Springsteen movie is. It's not on the list. That was good. Blended by Light, 85. Um, you want to move on to these singles, which I bet we'll know even less of. Wait, I... what? What happened? Wait, top 10 singles in 2019. Why is it 2000? Oh, they must have re-released it. Okay, I see. Okay, it's got. For some oh, reason, it, it starts with 2017 yes, and 18. But okay, here we go. How can a Burl Ives song be the top single from 2019? Wait, this makes no sense. Oh, that's okay. Because it's showing Jingle Bell Rock, rocking around the Christmas. Wait, Wikipedia. What are you fucking doing? Here we go. Um, Wait, does so they were top singles? I don't because it got re-released. Maybe people yeah. bought them on iTunes? I, yeah, that's so yeah. fucking weird. Okay, but then, yeah, then we get into all this stuff I don't know. No, it's weird. It, 60 years that the Jingle Bell Rock's been in the top 100. I mean... I don't know what's happening here. I didn't know the list worked like that. I didn't either. Um, anyway, Ariana Grande is probably... Oh, no, Post Malone is the top... Nope. Benny Blanco is the top song that's not Christmas-related. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think I know any of these songs. Post Malone, Ariana Grande, Ariana Grande again. This is the same thing we do every year. We keep going down the list until we've heard the song. Be, yeah. Well, I, I probably heard these, but. Yeah. yeah. Billie Eilish. Khalid is all over this list. Uh, Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber. Uh, Lizzo finally at Truth Hurts. Way down there. Oh, well, it's not it really there? down. It's just by date. So, how come there's not a list like we looked at before that was like the, just like from one to one hundred? I, yeah, I know. I guess because the year hasn't ended yet. Um, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have anything to say about this fucking list because it's all Chris Brown and Drake and Ed Sheeran and. I like Taylor Swift's latest album. I don't mind saying that. I haven't heard it. I mean, we both we both agreed her. Her uh, album that we did was much better than the uh, than the assholes version of it. What's it? Ryan Adams' version? When we yeah. compared those, this, yeah. uh, this her latest album has a song written by Saint Vincent. Oh no shit! Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think 
you know, and it's produced by Jack Etnoff. I think you know exactly what you're going to get with her, and she does it well. So you know what the fuck. I don't have a problem with her. Um, yeah. All right. So I mean, the most aside from Lizzo, I think the most interesting things on this list are the goddamn old Christmas songs. Yeah, that's weird. Um, all right. 2019. We we should have known we weren't gonna have anything to say about your music, but let's check out the television. So this list you gave me for TV shows, the most watched TV shows? But you have 100? to scroll down, and then there's the top 100 oh, shows. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. That is amazing. Well, spoiler alert, Game of Thrones was the most watched show of the entire year, a show you have to pay for. Yeah. That is crazy. And also the most disappointing, I would imagine. Did you watch Did you watch the end? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've never seen anything past the first episode of it. I mean, I would, I would suggest you keep it that way. Actually, I mean, there's some good episodes until these final two seasons, but yeah, it's just kind of a shit show. Um, Do you mean it's a shit show, or it's a, like a are using like the that phrase? Oh, I mean both. Huh. Uh, all right, boring. NFL. Sunday night football, Thursday night football, and also Monday night football for on ESPN gets the same ratings as Monday night football on one of the three networks in the 1990 89 list. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um. This is us, not our thing. People love it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a huge problem with. It. I just didn't like it that much. But it's produced well and it's probably written well. It's just not my thing. The Masked Singer, which is that is that is actually bad. I would like. It's the kind of thing I would have thought as a really bad parody on Saturday Night Live skit yeah. for an idea for a show. And so, yeah. does the Masked Singer? Did you watch this? No, fuck no. I'm uh, not gonna watch it. I was just wondering if it was someone professional that's doing this. It is, about... yeah, and, oh, and okay. they're you trying to, to like figure it, so. out who it is. Um, Big Bang Theory, obviously. Last season, it's no more. Yeah, we'll never. It will never uh, darken our doorway again. The Walking Dead. I'm surprised that's that, was, that high. I'm surprised it's that high. I also thought it was off the air. I know. I yeah, I had no idea. Couldn't get into that. Grey's Anatomy is still on the air. Holy shit! Is that its last season now? I forget. I don't know. It's probably been on not for like society, yeah. 35 years. Manifest. Don't know. Oh, I think we watched the first episode of that. I watched a few of that. That was pretty good. I'm surprised it's this high, though, because it wasn't that good. It's that you remember what it is. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Young Sheldon. 911 on Fox. Tied with the good doctor. Um. Last season of Modern Family. Is it? I They keep saying that, but is it actually? Oh. It should be. I assume it is. Do you think they're lying to us? I don't know. Um, this I I guess I, I thought we'd done this in the past for the current year, but I don't remember ever the list having so many cable shows so high. No, me, I don't either. I think this is different. Yeah, um, they might, maybe they're doing the numbers differently, but whatever. The American ba- Horror Story, I really should have stuck with. I've watched the first season. And I just was so mad about it. I didn't bother watching the subsequent seasons, but people seem to love it. But maybe it's just not my thing. I've watched a few from the subsequent seasons, and, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I feel the same way. I'm like, it's meh. Okay. I, I don't think it's something you need to like really worry about devoting time to and trying to get into. Um, yeah, The Bachelor, obviously, we're not going to watch that. The Connors is still up there. New Amsterdam, that horrible, horrible show. I can't believe that lasted. Um, then you get so many 
So many reality shows. America's Got Talent, Survivor. They have I this mean, we... Go ahead, whole Chicago PD, Chicago Fire universe that yeah. I don't know anything about. Loner SVU still going strong. Ugh, they need to kill it and bring back the original. Yep. Um, Empire still hanging in there. I mean, I don't. I I did not like the first episode of Mom, and anytime I see an ad for it, it doesn't look good to me. But I have to give that dude credit. What's his name? Chuck Lorre. Chuck Tory. Chuck Lorre. He really knows how to make shows that people like. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have your finger on the pulse of dum dums because you're always going to make money. He's well, not just I like Big Bang Theory has smart people liking it too. It's Big That's Bang it. Theory is him too, right? Yeah. Yep. The Goldbergs hang in. Last Man Standing. I can't believe they like. I've never that watched up. that show. For some reason, the year we did the, the year that started, we didn't do that show. Uh, consider yourself lucky. Well, it has the actress I really like from Justified. She's one of the daughters. Oh, Walton Goggins. Mm-hmm. Ellen's Game of Games. I wonder if she's going to have Bush on. Yeah, this the good place is at thirty nine. We don't really care about its rating because it's its last season anyway. So I just don't. I how does shows that like shows that are this low? I guess they're still making money because they last forever. Yeah, Family Guy. Well, yeah. Well, Family Guy. I think I think maybe one of the reasons Simpsons and Family Guy lasts is because it's it's inexpensive. I guess. May, yeah, maybe Bob's Burgers is tied with The Simpsons at fifty five, both below Family Guy. Bob's Burgers is head and shoulders above those other two. And I, I haven't watched the new Fox cartoon. I don't know if it's good or not. I did. I haven't either. Um, I know it's got Kristen Wiig in it, and that's all I know. Um, yeah, I can't believe Lethal Weapon's still so, on. Damn, Blackish so is really low. I don't. I never really. I oh, this list is specifically adults eighteen to forty nine. That's why we're getting the cable shows more than like the general population list. Ah. Uh, still, I mean, it, it's not going to be that much different. Yeah, well, they do have total viewers. I think that list that. Is, is probably a better indicator. More accurate, but still a lot of same, the same, same shit. Same stuff, like Blue Bloods is higher on this list. Lust, this lust. FBI is, is higher. Where's the good place on this list? Oh, yeah. Well, keep scrolling, because I bet it's pretty far down. Oh, it's lower than this list than the other list? Because uh, the Connors is at 29 on this list. 94 on this list. Damn. Oh, well. Listen, people. It, it, it got its run. Yeah, that's all we can ask for. I didn't see Brooklyn Nine-Nine on either list. Brooklyn Nine-Nine was, uh, I did see on the other list. Let's okay, see. good. I it was 91 on the first list and not on the other list at all. <laughs> all right, so what do we say? I guess, man, I mean, I was going to say like 89 probably wins for music, but that was pretty terrible too for music. Um Movies, movies. I think I would give it to eighty-nine. I think I give it to two thousand nineteen. There's more variety in eighty-nine. Uh, well, in the top ten, but in the whole list, I think the movies were eighty-nine was a like I liked all the movies, but they were all kind of. There's not any. I big think just, standout. The fact that Weekend at Bernie's was on that list and we didn't mention it is kind of sad. There's a lot of cult movies from '89 when I look at that list. Like, I guess it's hard to call a cult movie when it's in the 60th of the box office. But Major League, I don't remember being big when it came out, but I think people talked about it a lot. Same with Weekend at Bernie's. I don't know. I think 2019 is better. And for TV, I think 2019 is better. 
It is, but not the top ten. Yeah, no, definitely. But there there are better shows. Well, let's look at the top ten based on the adults 18 to 49. Game of Thrones is better than anything from 89, even though I've only watched one episode. I know that. All the football is exactly the same. Uh, football now maybe is better because the production values are better. This is us. Even though I don't like it, I think it's better. Okay, yeah, TV's better. <laughs> yeah, TV's definitely better. I think Cheers is probably better than anything in the top ten for for comedy two, for 2019. But yeah. other than that, I don't think anything in 89 touches. No, so, or, yeah. yeah, or drama either. I mean, it's a lot of you know Matlock and shit. So, which I like. Um. All right, we did it. Recommendations, Asins, Asins, Asins. Oh, you wanted to sum up which year was better? Um. No, no, no. I think we did it. We just did it by, you know, uh, by category. I think we we got it out there. What's better? Um. No, let's do recommendations, Asins, Asins, Asins. What do you got? Speaking of Walton Goggins, I've been enjoying the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, HBO is show. it good? Yeah, it's funny. All right, I'll uh, check it and out. And it's it's an amazingly the his other shows. What's the guy the the star of it? Do you remember his name? Oh, uh, Dan Danny McBride. Danny McBride, yeah, Danny McBride. Most of the time, he creates these awful characters that I despise, but somehow the character is just as awful. But the the way the show is written. For Righteous Gemstones, by the end, you kind of are sympathizing with them, which is pretty <laughs> impressive. Yeah, it's always a feat. Oh, yeah, I I will check it's that good. out. It's a good cast. John Goodman's great in it. and uh, I don't remember everybody's names, but they're people you've seen before and will enjoy. Yeah, There's, they had the, a few of them were on uh, Comedy Bang Bang. Right, yeah. right. I, the, and, uh, those, the, it was the main cast aside from Danny McBride on Comedy Bang Bang, and they were all good. I'm going to recommend an album uh, just came out as we record this. Uh, Comet Gain, Fire Razors Forever. Always liked Comet Gain. Don't think they've done anything in a while. Uh, it's good. You would like it. You'll hear are you it. saying me? Or are you saying you? Like are you talking to you, the audience? No, you? not the not the royal you. I mean you specifically, Pat. Okay, great. I don't know what these crazy mofo's are into. I mean they probably are the ones making Ariana Grande a big hit. So, uh, yeah, Fire Razors Forever is the name of the album by Comic Gain. Check it out. It's good. The end. Go ahead. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com for any reason whatsoever. Rate us highly on iTunes and write a review. Like us on Facebook, but most importantly, tell your friends to listen. Do mm-hmm. it. Do it. All right, uh, well, maybe we'll start doing some uh, terrible movies. Who knows what we'll do next. We just got to keep the momentum going uh, so we don't have another long hiatus because we're coming up on episode 300 pretty soon. Oh, my. What was this episode? I don't know. I think it was 289, 279. I don't know. 279, maybe. Look, man, I don't have my spreadsheet in front of me. Um, Yeah, but uh, until then... Well, you know what? I gotta drag this out because I gotta close down some stuff before I can shut off the recorder. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>